So this bonus episode features a conversation with Captain Keith and an MC named Sun. This was a really insightful conversation, but it was one of those kind of conversations where I didn't know if it fit with the kind of reviews and things we were doing. At the time, we were mainly doing movie reviews and not too much music stuff but eventually we did it has since been posted on keith's cleft signs podcast and it's been on my other podcast jay's other podcast and so it's fitting that we bring this one back home great conversation with a great mc glad to be bringing it to you now hope you enjoy Surface for a purpose with so much value in a life, it can't be worthless. I'm at your service, the competition's nervous. I'm still shining even after all the splurges. I represent a time that's gone, I'm all alone, but still I walk the path I was shown. I don't conform to the norm, they doing coke and porn. I got a bigger purpose, that's why I was born. I stay structured, keep my focus so I won't rupture. ya. If you standing next to me, you know I trust ya. Spit so many words, I got the cotton mouth, drying like I'm in a drought. Can I get some liquids to refresh my? I'm still going, energized cause I'm flowing Triple stage darkness cause them not knowing Blind, deaf and dumb, we still get the same outcome We was born kings like king, we should overcome I'm a special vessel, but I still have to wrestle With the flesh, it's a test, will I make a mess? I make it moves like chess, protection at my nest Fuck with my queen, you getting checked Shine like the sun, they gon' see me Blinded by my UV, it's a spiritual thing, so now you see so tonight I'm Jay, and we have with us Captain Keith. What's good, my brother? Not much, man. Not much. Hey, man. So I'm excited about our guest tonight. I know you first let me hear some of his music back in, in you know about a year or so ago, and man. Oh, yeah. so so impressed by what I heard. We had to do a dedicated um, episode, just breaking down one of his albums, which was really dope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was real cool. Yeah, so I think it's I think it's tight that after kind of doing that to uh, actually have this person and you know to actually conversate with and get some insight. It's just like a a perfect you know part two. Yeah, so guess artist son, which stands for Scientific Universal Non Commercial. I have known son for. About two decades, maybe longer. <laughs> so wow. it's, been, it's been a minute. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we're both from Michigan. He's from Ypsilanti. So, which is still Metro Detroit. But yeah, Ipsy. Yeah, he's Ipsy's firstborn son over there. So, <laughs> yeah, man, he's he's uh, one of my favorite MCs. Just one of the illest, man. Just one of the illest. He, uh, real cool, conscious cat. Uh, uh, I just, you know, you never know what's going to happen in life and who you're going to meet. I can remember the day I met him at the radio station. I used to DJ out of um, out of Oakland University, WXOU. Mm-hmm. I met Son through a, a mutual friend, uh, Mark Kemp, and uh, I told Mark that I had a you know a radio show, public radio show, and you know Mark had this record label, Silent Records, and uh, he just talked about Son because Mark knew that I wasn't really like there was gangster rap that I liked, mm-hmm. but I I kind of got my fill of it. I knew what was going to happen with it. Um, I knew it was going to get gratuitous and repetitious. And I told him that, you know, I needed to have some MCs that had something to say, mm-hmm. something I could gravitate to. So he's like, I got, you know, I got an artist named Son. I'm like, oh, well, bring him through. So, you know, I love meeting new people. So when I met Son and he came through, he just, it was just a great, it was a great day. It was a great radio broadcast. Mm-hmm. And I just had no idea that that would spark a friendship that would last, you know, that would span over 20 years. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and so, you, so it's just a blessing when you cross people's paths. You just never know how they're going to influence you in your life and, until they do. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? So, and yeah, I, I've, just, I've been a been following him been a fan we, we, we we've been cool ever since yeah. so yeah that's that's you know that's my story with, with with son and how we met and he was always like he's always been ahead of the curve too like you know people need to understand the roots weren't the first rap band they were just the ones that survived 
Mm. But, you know, some was the first cat I saw, first MC, you know, out of the Detroit scene who would perform with a live band. Mm. And it was it was great. So, you know, he, he oh, you never knew what, what you were going to get when you went to a Sun show, but you knew it was going to turn out and you were going to have a good time. Right. So all those things just stayed with me. So all right. All right. <laughs> that's dope. And that's a hell of a intro to a hell of a MC. So uh, <laughs> let's uh, introduce uh, Sun to the show. How you doing, man? What's up, bros? That was nice. <laughs> oh, oh, no problem, man. No problem. Hey, yeah. it's good to get to see you, man. It's, it's been a minute. Yeah, it's, it's been a minute since we did a, something like this. So <laughs> a long time. So there's yeah. been quite a few albums after that. So, so. Yeah. like I said, I'm familiar with a lot of your work. So it's basically stuff that I could ask you. But, you know, since you are artists and definitely a strong lyricist, I think that you could tell a lot about a person by the words they say. So I would like to ask you is like, with a lot of your, your music, what I'm noticing, it really contains things like spirituality, truth telling, and it's kind of revolutionary as well. And so with that, how much would you say that your life is reflected in the rhymes that you say? Oh, that's all day. You know, I I, I, I can say that uh, my music is what like people should subscribe to. You know what I'm saying? We all wanna, you know, I can't sit here and say that I live every lyric like right. the the higher lyric, but that's definitely what I subscribe to. You right. know, it's like uh, I can only speak that way because that's that's the, you know what I'm saying the way I live. That's why I look at you know other rappers who, well, you know, in this new generation where they try to be something they not. That's that's just the part I don't get. You know, yeah. when you go back, you probably did have cats who was real gangsters, and you know they just happened to rap. Right. But these kid, these kids now, you know, they got it all mixed up. Yeah, man, they do. Yeah, and I consider what you kind of say too is aspirational as well, because sometimes you don't be there, but you know what you, you know, what you want to go for, and you do have to put it out there. Yeah, yeah exactly. You got to put it in the universe, you know, to subscribe to walk towards it, you know, mm -hmm. like a blessing. You know, you can only get that blessing if you're going in that direction. Right. That's right. Um, that's the truth. That's the truth. Yeah, for all of us. <laughs> right. Most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And that also kind of ties into your usage of the word manifesting. You use manifest and manifesting quite often. Oh, yeah. 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 That's uh, that word because that's like uh, a garden and that's the earth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Your mind state is, is one and the same. You know, when you're dealing with a substance that's dark and thoughts is like seeds. So thoughts is planted in the seeds of the mind, you know what I'm saying? Just like the seeds of the earth, which come to fruition. And right. depending on how you nurturing that thought that you planted in your mind through the different practices, then they manifest and come to fruition. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. just like the uh, the nurturing the water and you tilling it, getting mm -hmm. the weeds out, you know, making the room for that, that whatever to sprout. It's the same way in thought, you know? If yeah. you want something to manifest, you have to nurture it and for it to manifest. Right. And that could be, you know, years down the line, days, weeks, hours, you know, it just all on the condition of the rightness of that seed and that thought. Yeah. Yeah. That's powerful and it's very true. I want to talk about the new album you have out. It's called For You Make Radiant Room. First off, how did you come up with that, that, that title? That title... That title, uh, Radiant Room, when I was uh, with one of my partners hanging out maybe 20 years back, his grandmother, you know, she's a spiritual lady. She was into that uh, Christian science. Mm. And she was, uh, she just had the saying, you know, for you, make Radiant Room. And, you know, basically I equated it to, you know, always use the example, like if you go into the store, the mall or something like that, and you're looking for that park on, all the way on your way to the store, you saying, for you make radiant room, for you make radiant room. When you pulling in, somebody pulling out. It ain't no driving around the mall half hour looking for a park, because <laughs> for you make radiant room. So, you know, I said, dang, with that thought in mind, I said, why not make, name the album that? For you make radiant room, because it make, it make things move. You know, it just have to be, you know, the right time, time and space for that to, uh, to manifest. 
Okay. That, that's where the concept came from for You Make Radiant Room. Real cool. Because, you know, the album cover is amazing. It's, it's you know, this, this real cool picture. It's like it's almost like a maybe a TV tube. And it says, you know, for You Make Radiant Room. And there's like a, maybe like a child's hand on the screen. And it's like, it's just getting ready to go into space, getting ready to go to an, another realm or next level. I mean, that's what I get when I look at it. Well, yeah, you know what, you know what, art is always up to the, the viewer, you know what I'm saying? Or the listener, yeah. you, you take it where you want to take it. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? But I always have uh, some type of, some space theme and just like just about all the albums yeah. dealing with that, that scientific universal. Yes, definitely. That's yeah. Yeah, it's real cool. And so so touching on that, like your, your most recent album, I also noticed like with some of your past work, when it comes to your, your sound, like it kind of changes. Like you, like a lot of times you have that traditional boom back kind of sound, but then some songs you have a little bit more jazzy. Um, and like, you know, like this one has some funk in it, some of those different kind of bass lines and stuff like that. So I see you kind of, you kind of switch it up and you're always on point with it. You always got a nice flow. You always got strong metaphors and stuff like that. So when you change those sounds and play around with, with having different sounds kind of backing you, how does that influence your flow? Or do you, or you kind of go from the other way of, I have my flows and I find music that match it, or do you just kind of hear the, hear the music and just kind of flow off that? That never been my concept to like, uh, because I think when you, uh, when you write before the beat, it's, uh, you, you can lose something, you know what I'm saying? The beat always for me, have to be the driving force. Mm. Because that's, to me, that's the fine line of difference. Even though hip hop on some level is poetry, mm. that's the true defining line between poetry and hip hop. Because the beat should be the driver. And because the beat is painting the picture. But if you write before that beat, then that's just poetry. And maybe if you saying that poetry over the beat, you can enhance it and, you know, put some different inflection in it but to me, you won't get that true meaning out of it if you don't let the, the beat dry the lyrics. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when you're dealing with hip hop, like the type of beats I deal with, lyrics is driven by each of those sounds, you know what I'm saying, in there. From the hook, you know, to, uh, to, to just some of the lyrics, to the drops that some of the beats have. Right. You know, those, those fine definitions uh, drive a lot of the lyrics. Yeah, you, you definitely be in the pocket, man, for sure. So you definitely be riding those beats. And then I think it's also tight too that you kind of incorporate, which is a lost art, but I still I still love it. It's like the, the mixing and scratching. I, I oh. love that because it plays into what you're saying and backing you up in a way and you kind of like, you know, jumping off of off of the, you know, the inserts and stuff, which is, like I said, I don't know why a lot of MCs still don't do that. But like I said, it's a lost art that really takes your music to another level. I'm I'm kind of glad you mentioned that because you did. Uh, when I hear people, you know, uh, try to define my music in in particular, or just define that era of music, you know, they always use that word old school. <laughs> and it's like on some level, you know what I'm saying. I ain't gonna say it's offensive or insulting, you know what I'm saying, because I guess you have to deal with genres. Mm -hmm. But like, uh, just like when you listen to. I don't know any other genre. They just don't de define it as old school. You know what I'm saying? It's either classic. Right. It's like uh, hip hop. You're not a. You're not a. You are not allowed to uh, refine yourself in the culture. You know, it's like it, you supposed to stop at 25 or or mm. 19. You know, I'm like you time out. You know what I'm saying? When you were almost when you was dumb. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you're yeah. feeling with a, a conscious music like KRS is only just getting better. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, when you're I dealing do. with real art, you know what I'm saying? Real music is it's only getting better through time right. because you growing as a human, as a person. So if you still had a time and skills to express that in that form, you only getting better. Yeah. I, I've been noticing that with MCs um, as of late. And it's kind of funny because once somebody kind of connects to you. It's like a relationship. So you always kind of go back and see what people are doing. So people like KRS-One, people like um, Grand Poobah and folks like that, 
they still on it. They still have more to say. They, they, they're, they still relevant. And it's funny about the word old school. I use it as a thing of a praise in a way. I know some people, maybe younger folks might use it as a, a thing to kind of, you know, downplay or act like, you know, it's, you know, it's no longer relevant. Right. But when I say old school, I mean, that's when things were of substance of old school means to me is that when somebody right. used to care right. and had right. morals and was right. trying to teach you something, right. you know, right. not necessarily preach to you, but teach you right. something. So right. when I hear old school, and, and I'm sure folks my age, when they hear, when they say old school, they probably mean it the way I mean it was, you know, a thing of respect and a thing oh, of morals and, and, and like I said, and um, content and something that would feed you. That's, that's yeah. what old school hip hop did. This new stuff is fast food. Now I'm not knocking all of it, yeah. but, but it's almost kind of like, if I didn't grow up with it, it's hard for me to accept it. Right. Not knocking it, right. but, but like I said, old I'm school. Not, I'm knocking it. Right. <laughs> yeah, I'm knocking it. I hear you, bro. I hear you. But when I say old school, that's equivalent to me saying soul food. Something that everybody may not yeah. get, but people who know it know what it means and what it yeah. does for them. So and there it is. I was gonna say too that um so even if we go back to to rock and roll, and like you said, they had what was called classic rock and alternative rock. But a funny thing happened along the way, you know. So Chuck Berry, Little Richard. You know, all that all of a sudden became oldies. So you know that. So that's a term that's even worse than old school. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So wait a minute. So how was that foundational music that, to, which which to me is classic? You know, to me, oldies is an offensive term. So right. yeah. So you know that goes in, in sync with what you're saying in regards to old school. But I like what Jay said because because it, it is so. Oh yeah, you put it in the context for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I also say too though. You know, one thing that we still have for hip hop is that golden age. Yeah. So, and when you say golden age, I mean, for me, that's a positive connotation, yeah. you know. And then we got we got that word, you know what I'm saying? The word hip hop. Yes. You know, I, I would never uh, give Drake a hip hop label or right. none of these new rappers. They rappers. Y'all rap. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop is a form of consciousness. You know what I'm saying? Hip hop have elements to it. You know what I'm saying? And they don't really meet none of those elements. They just they just rap for the entertainment purposes. Yeah. Which is fine when you put it in its place. But just yeah. as long as people understand that doesn't en- encompass all of the genre, you know, that there's a difference between hip hop and rap, like you just said. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel you on that. Definitely. So, so son, so. So that leads me to another question then. So how do you find your place in that? You know, cause like when listening to your, to your lyrics and like I say, your metaphors and all that kind of stuff, like I say, you remind me like, like rock him and, and those folks, you know, and I think it, even though they're respecting stuff, I know it was like a hard journey for them in a way too. And it's a lot of times because of what, you know, what the record labels are pushing or the radios is pushing because they know it's food and they don't want, you know, the folks be you know nourished from it and so they have a harder uh, uh it's, it's interesting um especially when it comes to art it's not necessarily about how good you are it's almost about what people can get away with using what you're doing right and so if they could use it to distract or they could use it to keep somebody busy instead of actually doing what it's supposed to because art is really it's a form of communication it's a mm-hmm. form of enlightenment it's a form mm-hmm. it's a form form of connection mm-hmm. and so how do you how do you deal with it or what do you what keeps you going when you know that you know it's not necessarily about talent when it comes to the business of it now when you do mm-hmm. stuff you do it for you, you know, you do, you give what's inside of you to give. And and from, from what I heard of yours, it, it sounds pretty, pretty much uncompromised. So mm-hmm. how do you navigate through the world that has a filter to kind of, kind of block, you know, trying to block what's real and just trying to block what's feeding? What, what, how do you navigate that? And what keeps you pushing, pushing forward with what you know is the right thing to do and the right thing to say and and right way to express yourself. It's a, it's a few things. Uh, one that stand out is, uh, I listen to NPI, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? We're not as active as I used to, but I was listening to, uh, NPI maybe about 10 or 15 years ago. And, uh, they was interviewing like one of these, one of these chicks, you know what I'm saying? 
from like the uh I want to say the early 60s 50s soul singer out cold band I mean that shit was so out cold but ain't nobody heard of her you know what I'm saying she damn near 75 80 years old just getting her respect due you know what I'm saying but she got a whole body of work that's so funky soulful beautiful yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just make the music and the universe is going to decide a lot of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they know the time and when, because I always say this ain't in vain. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You ain't doing all of this music and we ain't taking you this deep down in here for nothing. Right. And when I always had those thoughts jumbling in my head, I never think about present success, what could have been in the past. Right. You know what I'm saying? I just think about what's down the road, was headed. Yeah, that's smart. And it's funny because I know who you're talking about. I can't think of her name. And because of that NPR uh, interview, I ended up buying her music because she had an album that was coming out, but she had a history of all this other music. And I can't, yeah. I remember the cover because yeah. she's on the cover. It's yeah. kind of gray, gray yeah. color tone. It had blue writing and I can't think of her name, but but I remember that interview. And the sound and, was funky, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, well, y'all let me know because I want to check it out. So. I will because I, I got her album. I just, <laughs> yeah, so it's just funny cool. you said that. It just made it. I, I, mean, I'm like, I remember. And that, I know so. you know what I'm saying. It's it's a ton of us out there like that. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. Just yeah. so many gems out there just waiting for somebody to unlift yes. that dark cover off and just let it shine. Right. Definitely. Well, you know, and, and I always said to myself back in the day when I saw the floodgates open up for everybody wanting to be a gangster, everybody wanting to be hard, you know, and, and people misinterpreting what a hardcore really means. Cause hardcore can also go back to like the punk rock movement, talking about being socially and politically active, you know, criticizing the government, criticizing the queen or the president. To me, right. that was hardcore. What, what Public Enemy was doing, what KRS-One was doing. Well, just go, go back to that Shining Underground album, Thug. There you mm-hmm. go. I was going to mention that. There you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, but it was interesting to me because I said to myself, well, this is all going to be a flash in the pan because you, you you know real MCs from those who are, are, are you know, are not because real MCs are consistent. They always keep that message going. And when it's all over, when the rocks and dust and dirt is all cleared, they'll still be the ones standing. Mm-hmm. See, you know, and I, you know, I feel that Long you are, game. exactly, and you're one of those MCs, you know. So, you know, you've been consistent. I mean, it it it, it wasn't lost on me that last year, in 2020, Paris made a new album, you made a new album, KRS One made a new album, Public Enemy made a new album. That wasn't lost on me. You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying that all these years later, and then and everything was on point, everything was right on time. It was consistent and it was relevant. But where's everybody else at? <laughs> you know, it's you know, maybe gone. Hey, one one day in the distant future, somebody might be able to sit all of that down in front of them right. and say, damn, look, listen at the revolutionaries that was there before me. Exactly. And not just in pictures, but in word and in beats, you know what I'm saying? Time and in rhythm. Right. Yes. Exactly. And I feel like whenever, you know an MC makes a great record or any musical artist makes a great record, especially like the ones that you've, you've been making. I feel like those type of records will be studied in the future because it represents a time and place. I mean, even when I look on the, you know, when you look at your new CD, I look on the back of it and I see footage, you know, images of Black Lives Matter. And when you open up the inside, you know, and you got the mask on and Black Lives Matter and all the different, you know, the collage, the montage of the different things that were happening last year, you know, that's that's a moment of time mm-hmm. that you know that's that's permanent. Mm-hmm. So you know I I, I appreciate we, that we, we we time stamped it. Yeah, yeah, you really did. So I, I think that's cool. I think that's real cool. What are your inspirations for your for 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 your music? Because I know it's very interesting. Usually those that are what you would be considered, I guess, quote unquote, conscious or whatnot, or um, who's saying something, it'd be a lot of times like even say Ice Cube, he started off with more like hardcore gangster rap, and then he moved into more political stuff. And then he did some little bit of party stuff. And then he went back to whatever, whatever. And, and usually people that are prolific, 
like yourself, usually they seem like they kind of switch up or try to reinvent themselves, right? Mm-hmm. But but from the albums I heard from you, and um, Keith was telling me you have like nine albums total, how did you stay consistent? Were you still talking about what you're talking about, right? You stick into mm-hmm. you stick into you know the stuff that you're into, what you're trying to say. You know, you're still being you, but you you're finding ways to push it out further. You know, because sometimes people, you know, the well runs dry, and it's kind of like, mm-hmm. what else can I say about this? What if, you know, what what direction do I go? And then they'll just turn into whatever boat is going that way, mm-hmm. and it may not even be there the right kind, but they'll just ride on it because it's it's moving. How how do you find a way to extend and and keep it you, keep it on you know on brand for yourself, but have enough in you to make it last for nine albums and you still doing you. When I think about uh, the music that uh, that brought me to where I'm at, and I'm when I when I say this, I'm not saying I'm nowhere on these artists level, but these is the artists that I definitely. Uh, look too far as uh an inspiration and in just in a longevity sense okay and, and the first would be george clinton mm. and the next would be prince you know what i'm saying when i used to just sit and look at a george clinton album you know you could just look at his album and listen to the music like all day and then like before i start writing my music I used to uh, listen to every Prince song, starting with like the Soft and Wet album to the Dirty Mind album. And I used to write down the lyrics to each one of his songs. I would know every song by heart. Wow. And that just got me in the mode of knowing how to write because I used to write down all his lyrics. So I just knew them by heart. I was just that much of a fan of his music. Mm -hmm. So when I start when when uh because and i say that to it as in uh dating my evolution because it started with george clinton and then it went into prince and then all of a sudden this rap era came in with ll and and run dmc and right. i think just the simplicity of run dmc with the the, the beat the, 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 the you know the one two, everything was simple it mm-hmm. wasn't really nothing deep that made you want to you know i can try this myself and by you just having that basic underlying curiosity or desire to rap, now I can come into my own. Like, who am I? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And as I start growing the military and all of these different life experiences, you know what I'm saying? And then you got the game, the uh, the evolution of music changing. So now you got KRS coming in and Nas and the large professor mm. and Talib and most deaf. And I'm hearing this and then I'm, you know, I'm separating myself, refining myself, you know, kind of going through all of that. Wow. Yeah, that's man. That's, that's I was gonna, speaking of all that, son, can you tell me the first, your first memory of hip hop? That would have to be, uh, we used to have, you know, we had black festivals in, in Ipsy and we had uh, Pee Wee Herman come up. And then he performed. Joski Love? Yeah, Joski <laughs> Love. Yeah. And it, okay. It was, uh, you know, it was just, just wild to see him, you know what I'm saying? Doing his little thing, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And that didn't motivate me to rap or nothing, but you just asked me for like. Yeah, that, your that first memory. moment. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. so. I'm glad you said that. So my next question would be, when was the defining moment when you knew that you wanted to be an MC, that you were going to be an MC? When I was in the military, I was stationed out in uh, Washington, D.C. I didn't have no access to no type of beats. So, you know, I was just kind of like taking, uh, like Tribe was big at the time. So like when they was rapping, I was trying to rap right with them. Okay. But that, that ain't really defining me. It's just making me mimic kind of them. But at the same time, it was it was helping me really get into it. Okay. So I think just in I think in that era, you know, with that early guru, tribe called quest, leaders of the new school, I knew like right then I wanted to do this. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And by me being in DC at that time, you know, it was just I was just so East Coast until I could finally come back to Michigan. And I, you know, I was listening to the Detroit, which was kind of a turnoff to me, you know what I'm saying? Because they was <laughs> so into that gangster kill, shoot, 
somebody dying. You know <laughs> yeah, man. I know. Yeah, yeah bro. Austin Dran, yeah. Hardcore Committee, and yeah, yeah man. Nah, Detroit's man. Most Wanted, Esham. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> None of that was a turn on to me, but I, I kind of missed that era because it kind of helped me stand out a little bit because it wasn't right. a lot of consciousness. But right. you know, we the uh, the metro area. You know, it was it, I was making enough noise where it was you know, feeling, you know, in that area, you know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Being able to oh, yeah. perform at St. Andrews and, you know, shit like that, that helped. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When I think of your songs and your rhymes, what really stand out to me is always your strong metaphors. So how important are metaphors to you and how you use them? For uh, just the, like the genre of hip hop, I think metaphors is important. When yeah. you think about Matt Black Thought, Talib, you know what I'm saying? Some of the, like, you you just can't touch Black Thought metaphors no matter how how hard you try, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I know that that's just kind of a part of it. But I always say, like, I don't believe that I'm consciously in the moment writing any of that music. I really believe I'm just remembering it. Wow. Because when I think about some of, some of what I'm saying and how deep it can get, I'm like, nah, this ain't me. I'm just remembering it. You know what hmm. I'm saying? So I have to give more, a lot of credit to me tapping into that universal source and yeah. just kind of guiding where where everything is at now. That's why I know we dealing with timing because if we was dealing with something that was uh, artificial, it probably yeah. would have been out here and got lost all up in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I think, I think the universe is waiting for a defining moment so if it's ever to be out there, it's going to be heard because it, it's going to be a defining moment for it. I believe and It ain't going to be about uh, popularity or most likes or listens, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because that ain't what I'm, that ain't what I'm all about. Right. It's, it's really going to be about, you know what I'm saying? Waking people up. And if it could be just one person, sometimes that's all you need. Yeah. And also when you're dealing with real food, you actually have to chew it. Exactly and digest it. Right, right, that's dope. Sounds a sample. I give you just the right amount so you can handle. I liquefy it, let you sip it through a straw. Pure uncut sun, you can get it raw. You get a lesson from a word suggestion, it's my possession. And I'm about to move with real aggressor. So many agendas, but no real contenders. Just pretenders, I'm a message from the sender. I'm in my own lane, consciousness don't chase fame. I elevate through the spirit, make a change. You know how they say like um, when you have like a daughter or whatnot and, and meeting a, a dude that she want to date and the dad says, hey, what is your intentions with my daughter? So for you, what is your intention for hip hop, the culture? Oh, that's a good one right there. Yes, it is. You got me on that one. <laughs> I, w I guess I guess you can go into like, uh, like uh, the brothers who be having their hair locked up and really don't have 
they just it's a style you know what i'm saying it really ain't a lifestyle it's just a style right and you know i think with hip-hop it's it's a lifestyle you know what i'm saying because i think you know the genre of music i'm into i'm talking about uh reincarnation meditation you know what i'm saying diet you know what i'm saying right. so it's it's more of a lifestyle because i think you know when people live that type of lifestyle you you ain't dealing with all of the negativity and the, the craziness you you taking on a different energy you right. know what i'm saying so me it, it's all about you know what i'm saying trying to have a balanced energy and you know like my music you just can't come into it uh like it's, it's levels you know what i'm saying you gotta like read a couple things before you you know what i'm saying you get to me so yeah. you you have an understanding or just be an open spiritual person that's just ready for it. You know what I'm saying? So what are you saying that uh that my my hip hop is in good hands with you? <laughs> ain't, ain't no question. That's right. <laughs> that's no right. Question. That's what's up. Yeah, most definitely. That's right on. That's cool, right on. Cool. So, so I want to I want to to talk about uh some of the songs off your record. Uh before you make Radiant Room. So like, for example, uh, Way We Moving featuring uh, Buff One. So what inspired this song? Well, you know, if you go back into uh, time, you know, I, uh, Buff One, you know, out of the Athletic Mike League, me and him is probably about the coolest. And uh, he just, he'd been on maybe five or six of the albums, you know what I'm saying? So I always kind of reach out to him and it ain't no, never no politics. You know what I'm saying? It's always send me the track. That's and cool. And it's done, you know? That's how I like to deal with no right. politics. Right. Nothing so, but love. Know, okay. Yeah. When when uh, my man sent me the beat, you know what I'm saying? I just thought about him, sent it over, and it was done deal. That's funny. I wonder, I want to ask a question about that. So it's funny because you're like a strong solo artist, but then it almost seemed like you got a crew that backs you up. So it's a trip because... As strong as that is, then you come out of nowhere and then you have like, what's it? Uh, so the way we moving, you said like we're featuring a buff one and then you have like um, live what, live and direct with Invincible. Yeah. So yeah. it's almost like a Bonnie and Clyde kind of y'all flow, you know, with each other real tight and stuff. And you have like folks on like uh, Catch the Vibe and and um, something in the air. I think it's with uh, Jason Berry. Yeah. So, so yeah. it's kind of like, so, so how do you decide when you're going to share share a song with somebody or when you're just going to do it yourself because it's almost kind of like you got this super group that you kind of hide in the background and be like you know I'm doing my thing but let me step to the side and, and let me let you check this out too so so well, how do you well, decide those, uh, 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 like Jason Berry and a lot of that that yeah. came from what Keith was uh, referencing earlier with the band experience you know when I got down with the, uh, the live band and Invincible that's a, that's a whole nother story far as, like when I met her, she was 15 years old. And, wow. the, and the, a, another guy that uh, I was kicking it with, he's like, man, you gotta check this little white girl out, man. She was just so amazing to be 15 and rapping like this, you know what I'm saying? Wow. And like really didn't nobody know about her. And she kind of exploded, you know, she started doing little MTV things and oh, wow. you know moved out to New York. She, you know, she got into her own little, hook up to it where to me it became a detriment because uh like a lot got to her head so I didn't even want to work with her if I was doing no more music with her because she got real like just so arrogant I'm like wow okay do your I'm sorry to hear that man but I also want to mention though so like on way we moving I love how you and Buff One bring like a call to arms in regards to the saying, you know, we are leading by example. What you think we're doing? I mean, I, I, I enjoyed hearing that in the song because so many entertainers today and, and artists or so-called artists will say, I'm not a role model. And you and Buff is like, yeah, we, you know, no, we are, you know, we're concerned about the youth and we lead them by example. So oh, yeah. I really appreciate that song, you know, for that message. Yeah. Buff, he wrote the hook, you know, I just, uh, just jumped on it. You know what I'm okay. saying? And that's what okay. I like about him because he know Working with me, he well, he he normally do conscious stuff anyway, but he ain't no deep conscious. But you won't hear no derogatory lyrics coming from him. Right, right, right. Because I remember him on what was it, Blazer Path? Yep, Blazer. Yeah, Path. off of Art of Sun. Yeah. yeah, 
it's a few of me that did. He's on know. universes too, I think. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You guys really compliment each other really well. Yeah. Yeah. Do you work with different producers or or you have a, yeah. one producer in particular that you stick with? Yep, I, I work with a few different ones. And okay. it's just about the beat. You know, whoever I go by, if, if the beat is, uh, I know I could, it's like, if I listen to a beat and something come out of my head, like one line, mm-hmm. that's all I need. I, I can build off one line, right. you know? So that that's kind of how I do it. Like if I got a beat that's like, cause I got some beats now that's super hot and I just can't find that one line. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I just I just move on. You know what I'm, I I won't try to spend all day trying to make something happen. You know what I'm saying? That ain't there. It must not want to be. So you know, sometime I come back to it and see if something happens. Sometime it do. Sometime it don't. Well, that just kind of shows your your care and you know concern for your music. Because sometimes we we force things just because of a deadline or we just want to get it done. So right. to know to step back from something, like I'm a visual artist, so I know sometimes I just got to step back from a painting. Sometimes I just I don't have it in me, and it takes me a while. And sometimes I sit down there and do it in one sitting, but I let the um, expression dictate you know the process. So you know it take you got to be patient. That's right. And to know when to step back when you have to or to look deeper yeah. when you need, need to keep digging. Because yeah. sometimes we'll stop up earlier than we have to yeah. and, and we, we we cut the expression short. So sometimes you got to read the room. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. you get in there and maybe dabble out a little bit yeah. and be like, okay, that's all I needed to do. I know I can build off that the next day. And the thing you thought you are going to throw away become the thing that just be the best thing that, that, that everybody gravitates to. So sometimes how it start off ain't how it ends. Yeah. Uh, that's art that's art <laughs> definitely talk to me talk to us about uh the song kinetic <laughs> kinetic yeah is that let me move you let me groove you i can bring the energy yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's another one where you know the beat did the beat just drive me you know what i'm saying like i like i told you uh a lot of that a lot of that just come from remembering Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just driven by the uh by the you know what I'm saying by the beat. And it, it almost go to the point like what I was just telling him, like you you can't uh you can't force something out and then you're trying to learn it. And learning is a, a source of confusion. You want to remember. You know what I'm saying? And I think when you start remembering it, it all flow because oh, yeah. everything is already out there. You know what I'm saying? You just kind of be in the right time and space to let it funnel through what you're trying to do in that in that moment. Right. Yeah, man. Now, in regards to that song and the hook, I, I, I keep forgetting to ask you this. Is it with my words, metaphors, and similes or my verbs, metaphors, and similes? <laughs> uh, words, metaphors, and similes. That's what I thought. Okay, cause I, okay that's what I thought. But Because yeah. when I hear it, I'm like, Verbs is words, but yeah, yeah, I love that line. But I, yeah, I didn't want to get, I didn't want to get too schooly and say verbs. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. gotcha. Like, oh, oh, this okay. nigga think he went to Harvard, huh? <laughs> gotcha. Okay, okay. Thanks for cleaning that up for yeah. me. You know, I had to uh, strike a line between uh, wanting to sound educated and hardcore. You know what I'm saying? You know, a little yeah. street. Yeah. It's, you know, when people just come off and they can't relate because you ain't saying nothing they can feel on a street level, then you you might turn them off when you try to throw the, the intelligence in there. So right. I had to bring that. I had to mix that that street in there and sneak a couple words, cuss <laughs> words in there, maybe throw pussy in there or something <laughs> to grab the attention. Oh man, when I, you. Oh, go ahead, ahead Jay. <laughs> no, I say, I say, I, I know. I remember when you used that word, and it kind of threw me off, and it's just kind of funny. Because, and and also, you do such a good balance of being real, you know, street, and then and then education and and knowledge and stuff like that. That you earned where you could get away with that without giving a side eye, versus everybody just falling apart. Oh, he said what? It's kind of like, no, it, it's, it goes with the, everything else. Like you've been consistent with that kind of stuff. So just knowing that, you know, that you go get a l- little truth in there with your, with your, you know, with your meal and just <laughs> don't be surprised when you, when you bite on a bone, you, you might not like it, but it was there in there right. for you too. I go back and forth on it. Should I say that? Mm. Should I put that in? You know, so 
you know, it, it that's it's a, it's a battle sometimes leaving yeah. a lot of stuff then got left on the floor. But they go back to his point that I just want to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Right. But when you said we can talk about some pussy on the weekends, I was yeah. like, man, he just said, I ain't got time for this. This is about business right now. Yeah, I was like, I ain't never heard nobody say that before. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> it blew my mind, but I was so impressed. I was like, okay. He, he let you know, we, we talk about, you know, that later. Yeah. <laughs> Now's not the time for that. That's what you were saying. <laughs> but I think it go back to what I was saying. Like when you write, if you get into that right time, all the lyrics is just swirling around you. It's just yeah. about being in that right present moment to grab them while they right there. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of times when I'm, I'm saying that to say, I'm not consciously thinking about talking about pussy on the weekend. Like the format of all of that is just right there at that time. So I'm grabbing it because it all kind of line up and right. they go back to just remembering, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Not, not consciously trying to write this, but remember it. Gotcha. Well, I, I took from it that, you know, you were, there was nothing dirty about what you were saying. You were saying, yeah. you know, now it's not the time for that. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. You're saying, no, we got to get into life right now. I mean, right. that's what I took right. from that when you said it. So oh, yeah. in that context, and I, I, yeah. I loved it. But it did catch me <laughs> off guard when I heard when I heard it, but I knew it wasn't like just saying it, just to be saying it. Cause it was, right. in con- it was in context, which is true. Yeah. But it was, it was just funny. And I'm like, yeah, and he don't lose no points because of it. He can say whatever the hell he Exactly. <laughs> because he, he earned to say anything he wants to say. Yeah. Cause it goes along with everything else. So yeah, yeah. that yeah. says a lot. That says a lot. Hey, I, I appreciate those validations then. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I was like, man, that's, that's original. Okay, <laughs> here we go again. That's funny. That's funny. And I know that it's not, it's not easy, right? So you're calling your passion is an artist, right? And you know, it's it's an MC and to express yourself and everything like that. Right. And that's a whole life in itself. You know, that's a journey in itself. It's an exploration. uh, It's a journey that's, that's continuously happening. Mm -hmm. And then you got this little big thing called like life family, work, whatever, you know? How, how do you find your place in that? How do you juggle, you know, quote unquote life with your passion slash calling? Mm. Well, I can say if I if I take you back, I don't even know if I ever told Keith this, uh, but if I go back to like uh, 95, when I got out of the, uh, when I got out of the military, I got out of the military in 92 and from like 92 to 95, I was kind of, uh, you know, working on my music all the time while I was active in the music, I was actively selling weed. Mm. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I so, didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. But you okay. know, and it's like to, to bring it up to this point now, when I see these uh, dispensaries and all this shit, all over in the neighborhoods, it just made me so mad. Cause it's like, as as uh, we had to be underground, taking right. prison chances, selling weed. Now you letting these little white boys, 13, 15 years old, right out of high school own dispensaries, you know, yep. making yeah. making millions of dollars. On, yeah. the, on, the back, on the back of black souls. On the back of black souls, ain't no question. So you there know might that, be two or three black people with dispensaries in the area. Right. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It's just the fact that they didn't made it so comfortable for them to sell weed when yeah. we had to be in the dark. You know what I'm saying? Taking yeah, all man. these chances to do it. Yeah, you know, it's, just, it's just sickening. And they should have yeah. never let that stuff be legal anywhere until they let us out. Let, let the exactly. black folks out that's in jail. No way. Yeah. Anybody, yeah. anybody who was uh, on doing time for that, you you absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. See, and it's interesting too because when people think, oh, well, you know, if, if people think, well, okay, well, I'm a, this is a conscious MC or this MC, you know, he might be a square. I'm like, do you realize that a lot of these cats who you might call conscious MCs actually do have a past? And maybe that's kind of why they are different now. You know, people don't realize that, you know, Karis One used to be like homeless. Right, lived on the street, you know, right. you know, arguably making the first gangster record with Criminal Minded, 
Right. Right. <laughs> you know? So it's just like Rakim ain't no square. Exactly. Right. Man, Poobah ain't no square. No. Right. No, Flavor Flav ain't no square. Okay. Right. right. That's so, something else. <laughs> yeah, but it's, from what you basically what y'all saying is, would you rather had a preacher that did four years in the theology school or four years in prison? Four years in prison. I take the prison because <laughs> yeah, he have yeah. a he have a more of a sense of prison. reality. He has a, yeah. he has a more on, sense of a truth. Yeah, yeah. Come on, he's man. more grounded. He's gonna be more grounded. Yeah. Exactly. He, he's gonna be more relatable. Come yeah. on, man. Yeah. And somebody yeah. sitting up there reading select verses from the Bible, thinking they giving you what you need. <laughs> when this when this brother been stabbed, shot, so dope, did four years. You know what I'm saying? He yeah. know God, you know, and if he if he's sincere, sincere with his discernment, he gonna be the realest preacher. Exactly, yeah, exactly. So yeah, you know, there's that misconception, and yeah, let me get set the record straight. Just because a cat isn't necessarily saying what you want to hear, even though it may be what you want to need, it, it may be what you need and what you need to hear, doesn't mean they don't come from a story and have a past. Right. So a lot of times it's darker than you realize, and that's why they have that light about them now because they evolved and they saw, okay, this ain't the way. I got to do something about this and I got to spread the word about what's really going on and what I've done and what I've been through and right. what I've seen. Right. You know, you know and, yeah, so. And people need to stop being so particular about where their truth comes from. You just take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, when you say it like that, what you mean? I mean, sometimes people look down on people because they went through a lot and done a lot. Oh, right. And then want to want to, you know, get rid of them because of the things they've been through when they can have just as much a, a poor man can know just as much as a bro, as a oh, rich man. On, man. And they all they all have something that, that can contribute. And usually it's the person that's on the bottom has a different perspective versus the person on top never looking down. But that person on the bottom is always looking up and will see more and have a different perspective of what's really happening between the two. That that uh that takes me to uh the first time I went to New York City, I was uh I was I don't know right down like in the heart of downtown, mm -hmm. and I was by myself, and it was you know it was nighttime, and it was a a, a a brother sitting over there on the corner like faded off from everybody else, and he was like laying on the ground, and some say go over there and kick it with that brother, right. and I went over there and he had the stuff laid out across the sidewalk and I'm like what's that he's basically it was junk that he got from the garbage but he said he sold it because you know that's how he supported his crack habit and it, it, it the conversation was deeper than what I'm saying now but it was what it was saying to me was like God could exist in anybody Truth. you know what I'm saying it's about you as an individual being how you looking at it, how you approach that situation. You know what I'm saying? Like that could have been God. I could have been kicking it with putting himself in that form just to see who going to reject him or who going to come up there and kick it with him on a human level. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I didn't, I didn't look at it in that light to like years later. Man, but at that moment, I just felt compelled to go kick it with that brother. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I really believe when it comes to stuff like that, the test that we have, especially in life, is not so obvious. So sometimes the stuff that we halfway think that we're doing and we think when nobody's watching or we think is irrelevant, usually are the biggest test that we go through in life. Oh, and ain't the, no question. And then the obvious stuff you just set up, that'd be just for show. That don't mean <laughs> nothing. It's all the stuff you do when nobody's looking. It's all the things right. you do without somebody asking it from you. That's the right. stuff that counts. The stuff you got to right. beg and, and plead somebody for. Right. You can't change their hearts or wanting to do something for you. Right. You want the person who just gives willingly. Exactly. So right. we always got to be careful on how we move because we don't know when we were truly being judged or watched. Right. And that go back. It's all about free will. Yeah. You got the will to do whatever you want to do out here. But it's all about the conscious man that take his free will and elevate itself instead of going out here trying to destroy the earth with it. Right. Very true. Very true. Some, where did you get your name from, man? Where'd that come from? How did you become Sun Scientific Universal Non-Commercial? Well, when I first started uh, started off, you know what I'm saying, trying to MC in high school and things like that, you know, everything was based off like a run DMC. Like uh -huh. my boy was, uh, his name was Lavelle, so he was LB Chill, 
and I was TB Knights. You know, oh, so just, okay. Just trying, That's the know, original name. <laughs> yeah, you know, just trying to play off the uh, the MCs at the the stuff at that time. So then, uh, when I was off at the military, that's when I was kind of finding myself. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I say I never named myself Son. The universe did. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because like, how could I come up with a name like that and had an expression? Or the music that I'm having, you know what I'm saying? The universe knew all of that. I didn't. Okay. And then it said, if you're going to take this name Sun, you got to be able to break it down. You got to be able to break the sun down. You got to be able to break it all down. You know what I'm saying? That's why if you go back to uh, my first uh, album, I think it's Shining Underground, yes. where like I, I break down the physical components of the sun right. from the, 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 the hydrogen, to all of the components within the physical when when in reality it's about the spiritual the deep spiritual you know what i'm saying so like the name again is wasn't something it was just like a light bulb came on and said you're gonna be the sun now okay and that's like where that. scientific universal non-commercial came from okay cool cool i just wanted to say that you know first of all you made a great record you, you for You Make Radiant Room is an amazing album. I love it. Uh, it's a record that has themes on like philosophy, spiritualism, uh, science fiction, uh, politics or political corruption, uh, you know, space, and just Afrofuturism. I, I get all that from your record. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, and yeah. consciousness. I wanted to mention that to you. So yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you made a great album, man. But I just want to tell you, I got one. Uh, me and Brown about to drop called Trouble, and uh, man, that's gonna be another hot one for the for the for the record. So, stand to stay by for that one. So, is that okay. gonna be a single or is it an album project? Uh, me and him working on the album together. We got like uh, five done, about four or five tracks done so far. Oh wow! Okay, okay. So yeah, everything is sounding good so far. I can't. We can't wait to hear it. Also, want to mention that you have a video for Soul Food. So that's cool. And okay. still waiting to get that video for check one, two, and see if we can get you to do some more videos. So okay, off, the, yeah. off your record. Cause uh, you know, Think About It is one of my favorite tunes, man. I, lo <laughs> I love that song. Think About It. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, or Mr. Cool. Ozier. Yeah. yeah, and when I hear that song, I can see, like even today I was thinking about when I was listening to it, I could see you like either giving a press conference and rapping, Yep. And then uh, Tony Ozier is in the audience as a reporter saying, I think I want to talk about it. Ooh, or, or yeah. Nice like, concept. Yeah. I like, yeah, that. That. I like yeah. that. Or you as the president and he's a reporter doing the same thing, trying like to raise that. his hand. Yeah. So yeah. something for you to think about. <laughs> We're going to have that. We're going to have that. We're going to have that American flag in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> Most definitely. So, well, cool, man. Appreciate y'all, man. Appreciate you, Jay. Uh, you too, man. Like I said, I'm, I'm a fan of yours. Like I said, uh, that was a great find that um, that Keith brought to me. And like I said, it's crazy when you find about find out about somebody later on, you know, and then you go back and it just just as good as the the, the album that that catches you. Like I said, the Artist Sun was the album that just really made it click. Now I heard some of the other albums, but Artist Sun is the one that really clicked. I'm like, wow, okay. And then if you're, if you're a new one, it's almost the, the same thing. So it's just nice when you could go back and you have more of the same because sometimes you go back and it's like, okay, they're trying to figure it out here. It's all over the place. But you know, all the albums I heard from you, man, they just, they're just strong. Yeah. And it's just like, if that's the past, then you know, the, the future is going to be on. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, you know, one little, one more little point that I, I, I wanted to, I think I needed to drop when we was talking about growth and you kind of knowing your definite place in, in, in your lane and what you do. Yeah. I had a, I had a show uh, maybe at the Blind Pig. Uh, this was when, you know, I was really doing them. And, mm -hmm. uh, and this is when I was more younger in thought, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. and, and it was like uh, I was trying to use uh, the artistry son to try to get with this chick, you know what I'm saying? And, and at that moment, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm looking at the look on her face and it was just like a letdown, like disappointment. Like, 
her 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 face was saying, I'm not here for this. Whatever you, you know what I'm saying? Whatever uh-huh. you're trying to say or do, you know what I'm saying? And and right there at that moment, it was like a learning, a learning moment for me. Like you you not here to try to use the art to for for you know frivolous things like what you're trying to do right now. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and at that moment, I never I never did that again. You know what I'm saying? It was it was a real teaching moment for me. Well, I can tell for sure that you respect, like I said, you respect your art, and and you can tell by your words, and that's that's a um, that's a beautiful lesson, man. Like um, I, I kind of went through something similar with my art, where you just kind of like, you know, you could. It's funny how you can use your blessings in in in, in not so good ways. You know, it, it's not necessarily wrong, but in a way, it's right. selfish, and really. Right your art your gift is for others so when you right. use it selfishly and that's really what right. you're about right kind of going against you and and, right. and then it feels right. different versus somebody who's just yeah. always using it to be shady and yeah. it always works <laughs> to them because they don't have <laughs> right? they don't they right. don't have the journey they don't have the same right. purpose as you right so yeah. you and can't I think, and, yeah. and i think that's why i said all that to say it just from what you're saying right there, you you just defined it way more eloquent than I did. Hey man, I felt what you were saying, man. I, like I say, I I, too, I, I I know that I know that story. I had a different story, but I know that story. I recognize the the plot points. <laughs> but, but but just the point what you said about like the journey that yeah. they they don't have no problem with it because that journey ain't for them. You nope. know what I'm saying? No. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So real quick, I want to say so. Son's album. His whole catalog is actually available on bandcamp.com. You can also go to riseofsun.com and check him out there and get his music. So just want to mention that real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I said, you are a, a find and a treasure. And like I said, the, the beautiful thing about it is like for those who um, that know about you, then they already know what they're getting. For the ones who don't, like I said, it's not many artists you can go back on their catalog and it's just as on point as it is in relevant also as it is as it is today and um like i said for those who who are experiencing you for the first time man they in for a trip they in for a trip and just keep doing what you're doing man like like i said you you most people a lot of artists don't have sense of self and without that they end up being all over the place you get raggedy situations from not knowing where you're going Yep, come on. You man. definitely have you a map of who you are and where you're going. Yes. And as long as you just push that energy behind it to move it forward, yes. All you gotta do is push the gas. Yes. Yeah, man. Keep you know on you, doing what you're doing, bro. You know where you're going. That consistency yeah. keep, pays keep, off. Keep doing what you're doing and, and you got something. So regardless of what how stuff seemed or the clicks or likes or whatever, whatever, accolades or whatever, know for yourself, and I know you do, that you have something special. And continue doing what you're doing because nothing wrong for that at all. Hey, bro, the world that I live in, you don't hear those type of compliments every day. So I appreciate that all day. No, you, you earned it. You know, you know you have it in there. You don't need to hear it to be validated. But to hear it always sound beautiful. And oh, Keith yeah. always remind me, you know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know bro. Saying? Without him, you know, I probably would have been out of the game a couple years ago. But he always keep pushing me. So, you know what I'm saying? Man, Keith ain't going to let you go, man. Like I said. <laughs> nope. Keith ain't going to let you go. So, uh-uh, so uh-uh. We, uh-uh. We, All my favorite MCs, man. Never. One of them. We have in our lives and situations the things that we need. And as long as we're open to them and accepting the right things, we're going to be all right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Go. Definitely. I mean, oh, and also I forgot to say, too, that, you know, Sun's music, all the streaming platforms. So Spotify, Tidal. On Amazon, all that. Even if you type up Sun and then Scientific Universal Non-Commercial, you can find them. So, but the new album is on Bandcamp. You can definitely get it from there. So, well, like I said, it's all been right. a pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Um, like I said, yeah, finally for taking time to talk to us. Man. Yeah, it's a pleasure uh, meeting you and catching up with you. Like I said, I feel like I knew you from your music, and this is just another level, and it's much appreciated. You know, artist to artist for sure. Yeah. And um, I'm looking forward to seeing what you do next. Uh, and I appreciate it, bro. You asked, you know what I'm saying, thought-provoking questions, you know what I'm saying? You let me go down in there, so I needed that. Okay. And again, it go back to manifesting because I was like, a, 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 I'm always walking around like, damn, when's somebody going to interview me, you know what I'm saying, so I can express <laughs> myself, so I can tell my story. And I was just saying that probably a month ago. So when you talk about manifesting, 
it just manifested you know what i'm saying that's right that's oh, right yeah man. and there it is yeah today we uh interviewed our guest special guest son on his beginnings his career and his future all right so that's it for now until next time peace 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 and blessing brothers thank you up your boot strings trash heap how these rappers sounding to me last week i had to slap around a few beats brass rings for the action bad things finna happen rappers won't smoke we cloud the atlas fear never objects in the rear view may appear clever but they can't match this off a of sheer effort it takes more than what they possess this is purple tape the nest ghost face killer way the chef god laid hands on the flow you might say we blessed precious jewels passed down in a sacred chest Pass down like collection plates at Sunday Amen. service To lead you through the grass grounds, guide you from the surface I hope I ain't being too controversial Jamal Buffett, scientific, universal, non-commercial hey, thank you for your stamp and your signature These young cats is immature I taste the words like a connoisseur It's kinda bitter, think they need a babysitter I'm the never quitter, resume is only hitters uh, I got starred, so I called up Jamal He threw me 16, split the scene, that's my dog I'm still in service, got a purpose, so I'm working I'm not that prototype, so they get nervous I don't disrespect, I drop intellect Everything I inject, coming from the spirit, so it's intimate I got passion for creation and my nation There's so much missing in today's education I keep it brief, revolution when I speak I got that food if you feel the need to eat We got stripes in the game like the Yankee U Hey, it's Jay Be sure to check out past and future episodes of this show Available now on all streaming platforms If you'd like to hear more from us Please check out my other podcast entitled Jay's Other Podcast, along with Captain Keith's other podcast entitled Clef Signs, spelled K-L-E-F-S-I-G-N-S, which are both now available on all streaming platforms. <laughs>